You're listening to Around the Campfire Sunday Night Live right here on Blackstar Radio and it's our good fortune to have Dominic Stower back on the line again. Very good evening to you, Dominic. Good evening, Greg. Yeah, look, uh, good to uh, throw another log on the fire, put the billy on. Yes, definitely. I still drink billy tea, just out of habit. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. You see the old ringers, every time they, um, they have a cup of tea, they, they throw the last of it out on the ground because they're used to getting a mouthful of tea leaves. So, yeah. um, you know, old habits so hard, and I still do that today. You know, if I drink out of the, the pannikin, um, yeah. when I finish, I'll leave a little bit in there and just throw the rest out. Funniest thing is, uh, when I was uh, quite young and first learning how to boil the billy, I'd say to my dad, How much um, tea leaf? And he'd say, A handful. And funny thing, <laughs> I was still throwing a handful in, you know, 20 years later when I was an adult. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty magic amount of tea leaf, that that handful. Look, uh, tonight, um, one one topic I wanted to delve in and uh, have a yarn about, and that is one of self-love. I was mm. talking to someone this morning, and um, I was um, paying them actually a, a compliment, and um, they had... Um, they had trouble absorbing it and and relating to it, and you know having communication back from it. Very very important thing in in the growth of of the human being is that thing called self love. Absolutely, and, and look, I think um, something that's really holding our people back is that that sense of shame. If you if you reach out and you go after something that you want, um, you know for some reason. Um, tall poppy syndrome perhaps uh, people feel a bit embarrassed about going after what they want um, and you know the, the thing is it, it's sad that people uh, miss out on so many great opportunities um, because maybe they don't believe they're worthy or they feel a bit embarrassed but um, you know if you can't love yourself who else can you love in this world where do you think this has got its beginnings from because it's a pretty evil thing that follows people right through their life. Yeah, look, it's probably... I'm not a psychiatrist at all. Um, I probably try not to analyse others too much. But um, maybe it comes from, you know, um, others making you feel inadequate about yourself, people putting you down. Unfortunately, you see a lot of good women uh, caught in abusive relationships where the man makes them feel unworthy and... Um, unlovable and certainly they, they manipulate that whether the lady in question or the girl in question feels that they can't leave um, that domineering partner because they don't believe that they're worthy of something else or something better. Well, you said you've never been a uh, psychiatrist or psychologist, but uh, I, I, th- I think we'd better offer you a job. <laughs> well, some people have called me a psycho, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, as long as you haven't, as uh, long as you're not hurting anybody, that's the uh, that's mm. the main thing. Look, uh, you 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 were talking there about um, that manipulation, and part of that uh, could easily account to the fact that if one person puts a one person down, they then elevate themselves up by putting the Absolutely. other person down, so they become more of a person that they're not. It's only it's only a false self-love, though. Oh, it's, it's an absolute tragedy, Greg, um, and that's probably one of my, my greatest dislikes is someone who puts others down to try and build themselves up 
And uh, like you said, um, you know, I've done a fair bit of work with, with younger people and, um, you know, bullying's probably a fact of life, whether we like it or not. What I've tried to explain um, to, to the young people I've worked with is that with the bullies, essentially uh, deep down they're in a very sad state themselves. But instead of having the courage to honestly deal with those things that make them feel bad, they, they go out of their way to spread misery to other people. So instead of hating the bullies, um, perhaps uh, have some um, sympathy for them because whatever sadness they're trying to um, push onto you, um, people can rest assured that they're dealing with a lot more sadness within themselves because, you know, you spoke about self-love. If someone's truly comfortable in their own skin, uh, they don't tend to have too many problems um, with other people, um, you know, having love for themselves as well. And it's not only partners as well and people in relationships. I've heard parents saying to a child, oh, you're not going to be making anything of your life. Mm, mm. And that's, yeah, that, look, that's, that's a terrible that's, thing. And, and look, sometimes I mean, well, I remember my old man, my father used to, um, if anyone listening out at Warabinda, Gungaloo Way, old Doom, everyone knows Doom Stower. Um, he, uh, he used to try and sort of, the way he thought he was throwing me a challenge was saying, you can't do this, you won't do that. But um, in, in the meaning, he actually meant well by it. And sometimes people do mean well. But again, um, you know, you should be saying words that are nurturing and lift people up uh, rather than put people down or, or try and issue a challenge to them. Because um, I think we all thrive better uh, when with, with words, positive words of encouragement and support uh, rather than ones that are derogatory or insulting to it. That is that, that is so uh, that is so true. It reminds me of that song uh, uh, Johnny Cash did called a, a boy named Sue. That's a pretty no. ra- pretty radical way of going about getting that kind of outcome. Uh, you, you know, he could have talking uh, my language, Greg. I, I love Johnny Cash, and um, I'll tell you what. I bet you with a name like Sue, you'd certainly learn to fight in the schoolyard as a young yeah. boy growing up. Yeah, you know, he could have easily sent him a letter, at least a Christmas card once a year, thinking of you, love Dad. (laughs) Would have have probably achieved a a far better outcome than the sort of thing that he was was up to. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, uh, Johnny Cash, no doubt, uh, uh, he had a few stories to tell and that was one that that took his uh, mind and uh, a lot of other people... Warm to it in a, in a, in a f- more in a fun sense of way, I suppose you could say. Mm, yeah, and um, look, um, as a, as a human being, if uh, if you feel loved, um, you know you always feel secure. But in the first instance, for you to be able to receive love, I think you have to love yourself first. And something I've learned over the years, look, I, by my own admission, I'm a bit quirky. I'm, I'm different from probably the majority of people I know. Um, having said that, as I've got older, I've become more and more comfortable in my own skin and I've learnt um, just be yourself. Um, too often people try and pretend to be something that they're not fitting with others, but if you're true to yourself and what you know is right, uh, what you find is the, the, the people that should be around you will gravitate toward you as well. Just shifting uh, from that subject onto, a, onto another one, um, and what we actually leave behind 
uh, when we go, whether they're uh, good memories or, or bad memories as such, right? And we're talking about before manipulative situations and stuff like that. Uh, quite often those, uh, those people, their memories are faded away fairly quickly and long forgotten. But if you lived a decent sort of life, uh, your, the, the memory of your life goes on for a very long time. And I was just doing, uh, you might want to check out the, uh, the, uh, our Facebook on um, uh, Black Star Radio. I just posted a post on a guy by the name of Wally Mailman. Now, um, he, uh, he was a rodeo rider and this, that, the other, going uh, way, way back in even uh, to the, uh, the 20s when he was, uh, they were getting around in a, in a sulky in those days. And, um, you know, he um, he was met by the Queen at the opening of the Stockman's Hall of Fame and he chatted to her just like she was some other woman just down the road. She had a bit of a smile on her face, the story the story goes. And um, left behind, um, you know, a lovely family. Uh, Deborah Mailman is one of his daughters. Uh, Gillian Mailman here in Kansas, uh, another daughter, built up a successful business. And I thought to myself... What a lovely legacy to leave behind, you know, apart from, you know, what his children are doing now, the sorts of things that he did and how he, he got his his name because uh, um, way out at Augathella in Western Queensland, uh, there was other Aboriginal people waiting for the mailman to come and they asked him if he was the mailman and <laughs> he, he said no. Nah. But anyhow, that's how he got his name, by other people inquiring whether or not he was the, the marmot or not. And I thought to myself, um, you know, that, that's, that's the sorts of things we can be leaving behind, some really good memories. Yeah, and w- wouldn't it be great for all of us to be remembered as a, as a loving person rather than someone that's filled with hate and vengeance? And, you know, I guess we, we, we can let our emotions get the better of us. And it's really sad that uh, some people are driven by hate uh, rather than love. And, and look, I've been in that situation myself where a lot of things happened which I wasn't particularly happy with. I didn't feel it was particularly fair. And uh, my God, I was, I was filling my heart, mind and soul with, uh, with hate. Not everyone, but I was planning revenge on a few people and I thought, well, I'll put this straight myself. And, um, you know, I knew it wasn't healthy for me. We spoke about it before. You are what you feed yourself, not just with Tucker, but also what you watch, what you listen to, and most importantly, what you think about. And, um, you know, I reached a bit of a point where I realised myself, thankfully, rather than being told by somebody else, that, uh, you know, I was was filling myself with too much hate. And it just, you know, I, I didn't have the ability to flick the switch and change things automatically, but I became more aware of my thoughts. And I tried to replace... Um, or thought, thoughts of negativity and dislike of others or, or seeking revenge against somebody else who I believed had done me wrong with, with um, thoughts of forgiveness and also love for others. And it is a process, but you know, if, you're known as a, if you're known throughout the mob and the community and in and the, and the broader society as a loving person, you know, gee, everyone wants to be spending time with you. I've got some associates where... I don't go out of my way to talk to them because as soon as you talk, it's all negative, dislike, who they're going to get, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, if someone's genuinely loving and caring of others, well, certainly you want to be hanging around those people and you certainly want to be giving to those who are, who are giving to giving out to other people as well. Look, you've um, got a, a men's group that's um, uh, being, let's say, reactivated probably is the best uh, terminology for it. Uh, w- w- what's on the radar in the future? Well, mate, in the immediate term, um, we went down to Woodja Woodja recently, and I was just so impressed with 
uh, how well the community appears to be running. Look, everywhere has its challenges, but um, it was tidy. Um, the people were engaging. Um, there was a lot of productive things happening which build community capacity, which gives everyone an opportunity to participate. And I caught up with the mayor and, uh, and the community justice group uh, people as well, and we, we all agree that we were very keen to establish a, a sort of a kinship relationship where Woodja Woodja and Lockhart River um, works and uh, cultural exchanges and other things. And I just had a yarn with um, Joe Hennis, who looks after the uh, community justice and they're looking at doing a um, camping trip in a week's time up to um, to uh, Daintree. And anyway, we, we need to work fast. And anyone, any of the fellas in Lockhart River, and to the ladies out there and the youth, don't worry, you will get your turn. But to all the fellas out there, uh, we would definitely love for you to uh, join us for a trip down to Woodju Woodju, where we go from there and go camping on their country, um, where we're as, coming as a special guest, um, being invited and going on country for two to three days. And, um, you know, we, we talk about this program being yarns around the campfire, and I think it's a great opportunity. You know, sometimes it's easy to share um, your true feelings with strangers and what it is people you know well, and we believe this is a great opportunity, um, most certainly for the people who are travelling well in life, but also those that are probably, you know, at a, at a watershed moment where they're probably getting into a bit of strife, they're not feeling so good. And something like this could totally reinvigorate their soul and uh, give them a, a much more positive and refreshed perspective on life and, and you know, uh, much more confidence about um, their, their past and their identity as well as their future. Look, on those very positive words, I'd like to say thank you for joining us for uh, Sunday Night Live around the campfire and I look forward to having a yarn with you again next week. Great catching up with you. Thanks very much, Greg. And to all the listeners out there, take care. We'll chat soon. Thank you.